All right. Hello, sippers. Welcome back to Tea and Champagne Podcast. My name is Lena. Hey, sippers. I'm Dee. Welcome back. Yes. And of course, we have a very special episode for you guys once again. We are joined by the entrepreneur and fitness mogul. I'm speaking into existence for you, Ian Sullivan. <laughs> Good morning. What's going on, ladies? <laughs> Happy to be here. I like how Thank that sounds. Fitness, fit, fitness mogul. mogul. Yes. Fitness yes. mogul. It's, it's speaking into existence. So, mm-hmm. um, just a brief overview for our sippers, uh, our Chattanooga sippers, because I know we have sippers all over the country, and I'm all happy the to world. say that, and all I am international, world. all over the we world, you know, y'all be listening, but what I will say is for our local sippers, uh, Ian is um, a staple piece in Chattanooga. Because he, you know, started his fitness journey a few years ago. I'm going to let him highlight about it. But just a little bit of what I know is like, I know because you used to work, you work with my mom. But, yeah. you know, you started um, your fitness program at work, I think. And then yep. it has fired, like spiraled into entrepreneurship for you. And, you know, a lot of people look up to you because, you know, transitioning from one way to another way as far as appearance is kind of like dope, you know. So I know you have a lot of followers and a lot of uh, supporters for you. So definitely want to say thank you so much for joining us. Um, This episode is pretty much about fitness and, you know, staying on track. On the journey, um, I always talk about, you know, for our attentions for the week that I'm about to be in the gym. And um, sometimes we get off track a little bit. So um, this episode is kind of just for um, our, our sippers. We don't, we're, tra- we're in the holidays, and, you know, we eating real good. And then it's the top of the year and everybody gets a freshman, like they, they 15 or whatever they, they new year resolution, like they want to lose 15 pounds or whatever. I don't know. But anyways, we're going to talk about that today. Um, but first we just gonna take, like, kind of just talk to you a little bit before we get into the topic. Um, First, let's start with our church announcements. (laughs) Tea and Champagne Sippers, if you are interested in being a guest on the show, you can always email us at teaandchampagnepod at gmail.com. And our Black Business of the Week is simply Ian Sullivan. So I'm just going to let you take it from here, Mm -hmm. Ian, and tell us all the good things that you got going right now. Yeah, so first and foremost, ladies, thank y'all for having me on. I'm, I'm I'm definitely excited to talk about fitness. I could I could do this all day, every day. So, um, <laughs> the black businesses that I have is um, I'm the owner of the Oatmeal Experience. We are a gourmet breakfast food truck that specializes in unique oatmeal um, that derived from the from the store that you're probably gonna hear later. I'm not gonna go too much in detail. But that derived from me eating oatmeal every day to start my to start my weight loss journey, and now we get to mm-hmm. serve it to the street. So I'm the neighborhood oat dealer. If you see us, see Odie <laughs> rolling around, make sure you stop by and check him out. Please do. Um, it's good, y'all. It's so good. Yeah, appreciate it's definitely it. Definitely good. 
Also, um, I am. Yeah. Uh, we have a brand. Most of all, my branding is NAF. So y'all mm-hmm. getting an exclusive look of our new hoodies that are about to. They're already dropped, but we're gonna do some more marketing for them. Front and back hoodies. NAF stands for Never Accept wow. Less. Nice. So we we went with the retro tie dye look. Um, each hoodie is different. They're hand tie dye, so no two hoodies are gonna be the same. Um, okay. The logo is a lot brighter on some of them, and it's darker on the other ones. So, um, but NAL stands for Never Accept Less. It's a clothing line that I created through my journey, um, just to show people that you have what it takes, and no matter what situation it is, it's a, it, it, it may be relationship, it may be work, it may be friends. Um, always stay true to yourself and never accept less. Um, mm-hmm. Lastly, I am the man, the mastermind behind a lot of people losing weight. So NAL Fitness, I'm like the Rough Riders. Everything is NAL, so it's like <laughs> NAL the merch, NAL Fitness. Uh, I may have some more stuff rolling out, but if you'd like to join NAL Fitness, just shoot me a, a DM. Um, I do have an NAL Fitness page, um, and most of my clients within the first month they lose ten pounds. So that's my, I, I've been successful with a lot of people over the years to to lose that first 10 which can be the hardest um Mm -hmm. and then we do we do we take that and we put it in the community as well too so i actually taught a class with well yesterday we did a run in the west side community um teaching Mm -hmm. kids long distance running um Mm -hmm. i taught a class at orchard knob elementary on fitness so we did like 20 minute workouts and then we did a 10 minute um what's it called soul train line it was the first time kids ever heard the word soul train line Um, and then, you know, I uh, love to train at, at the gym, nothing, nothing but net, um, under Kenny and, um, Kenny and Rhonda. So that's what, that's what we get busy at 530 every morning, Tuesdays, we yeah. do a kettlebell knockout. Yeah. And Sippers, that's the class that I was telling y'all about that I was going to join at 530 in the morning while I'm working second shift. And I've been consistent for about three or four weeks. So, so this will be my fourth week. So I'm back in this shit. that you are (laughs) yeah okay uh do you want to ask some questions or was well i mean i guess we would talk about the music next yeah 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 and i was just gonna say uh and i think everything that you're doing in the community that's major 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 especially going to the schools i actually didn't know that about you and i think that's so dope and it's so important because a lot of things get cut out of school and sometimes those fitness extracurriculars are one of them. And then, you know, not everybody plays sports, but everybody needs that fitness component. So yep. I commend you. And I appreciate yes, it. No, yeah, for real. And um, yes, like Lena said, we do have another part of our morning announcements where we kind of tap into kind of what we maybe watch during the week or what we've been listening to, you know, get the listeners in on what's current as far as what we're what we're vibing to and mm-hmm. for me i guess this week you saw me yesterday listening to Nicki minaj new album that came out pink friday too yep. i've been playing mm-hmm. it i've been playing it and i told you after you posted that you liked it and you thought it was a well-produced version of the first pink friday so mm-hmm. let me see what's talking what she's talking about because that album did very well that was on the charts for a long time and she didn't disappoint I think yeah I have like 
I don't know, so far I've saved maybe like four or five tracks to my playlist. So I've been listening to Nikki. I've been showing Nikki some love. And um, I'm remaining neutral on all the rap girls. I love them all. I love them all. Yeah. And it's Nikki's turn this week. So what yeah. about y'all? What, what y'all been playing What you been listening to, Ian? So I'm like boring when it comes to music. Um, and <laughs> I'll talk about it later. But I usually just listen to my thoughts and I stay in silence a lot. But okay. Every day I listen to Friday. Um, he just really broke out. Uh, he's on. He, he got his people started really knowing who he was. He was on that song "God Did" with DJ Khaled, Lil mm. Wayne, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has two incredible albums, and it's a test. His his whole albums are testimonies of my life. So um, I just cut those joints on. Um, Big Crit just dropped a new album too. It's like a four song mm. album. So nice. I was mm-hmm. I was hugging mm-hmm. the stairmaster the other day and I was like, let me listen to that crit. So I mm-hmm. always mess with with big crit. And then um, mm-hmm. when I need to lock in, I like I know a lot of people are mad about the under three thousand album, but like <laughs> when I need to lock in and really get something done, that's what I cut on. You playing so on the, yeah. you playing on the flute? I like I'm, it. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because like I said, like I said, I just usually I'm listening to more melodies than mm-hmm. just like verses. You know, mm-hmm. some, sometimes mm-hmm. I can get into it, um, the verses, because there's a guy, I think his name is Akeem. He, he's like a rapper from Mississippi, and he's mm-hmm. on some real, like, player word, word play stuff. But, yeah, I just need to listen to something. I'm going to play that flute. It's going to yeah. be in my head. So, <laughs> I like yeah, it. I yeah. used to play the flute. So, I rep- yeah, I, I definitely rap his album sometimes, too, yeah. just out of solidarity. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to. <laughs> It's study. It's good, like study music for me, like mm-hmm. or spa yeah. music. And, it is you know, something. And we, we know music. he's a black musician behind it, so I'm gonna support Absolutely. that. Yeah, yeah. You know what's okay. funny about that album? That first song is not my favorite, but when she, if you listen to it, oh, Ian, you here? Okay. Yeah. I'm the first, the first song is not my favorite, but if you listen to it, like, it's like. It gets better. I mean, like <laughs> towards the end of the, the album, like the rest of the yeah. tracks, it gets better. But um, when I got my hair braided, I knew it was gonna take a lot of time, so I put it on and went to sleep. There yeah. you go. It's very. It's soothing. definitely good sleep music, you know. Yeah, but I, it is definitely focusing. It was also dope what he did with the titles of the song too. It was like a, a yeah. play on people's minds. He so that still first brought song his is, personality to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eight minutes but long. You, I, he said, "I really want to make a rap album." Like that's crazy. Yeah, I like how um, when he like if you listen to the actually flute, you can hear like the way he sings. Do y'all mm-hmm. hear that? I might be. Yeah. I wasn't. No, hearing. I definitely, no. I definitely okay. hear under three thousand. Like I'm like okay, I hear that. Andre. Yeah, okay. So I thought yeah, that was his cool. personality is in the tracks and in the title of the tracks. And sometimes <laughs> I think he's trolling a bit, but okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's still Andre three thousand at the end of the day. Yes, he is. is that all you've been listening to, Ian? That's it. On repeat, Friday, every day. Me, okay. me and my kids sing it to the top of our lungs. lungs so my, my favorite song right now is uh, he got a song called uh, DNA, and he talks mm-hmm. about having you got my heart on the line, and that was on DNA. And then mm-hmm. he got another one with Maverick City Music. Um, dang, what's the name? Of it? I'm sorry, I dropped the ball. I got it right here though. Came way too far. Okay. Yeah. So. Good. You putting on some people today. So that, yeah. that, that D, 
listeners gaining some new music. Those are good listening, good good songs. Um, I've been listening to Pink Friday too, but I had like yesterday while we went out, but I had like all my favorite Nicki Minaj songs playing yesterday. Um, and then I've been y'all know D knows that I like Party from Untang. I don't. I've been subscribing to the Megan and Party beef, but yeah. um, <laughs> I've been listening to his mixtape. It's called Sex Tape. It's not oh. really about sex, though. It's more just, okay. it's Party's music. So he, I guess he's a, a singer, too, to an extent, because he has a song where he's actually singing, and it sounds good. But he has this one song that I've been playing on repeat. It's called Sexy and Conceited with Sexy Red. It's Ratchet. And um, it kind of remind me of like those old '90s songs where it's like a play on play. Like she kind of like chicken head. It's mm-hmm. like um, she be talking to him and he be talking to her, and it's like it's like you know it's like a talk back and forth song, and um, it's a dope beat, but it's like um what they looking for, you know, in a in a partner. Like Sexy yeah. Randy talking about I'm looking for a man with some muscles. He ain't got no he got a nice smile. He don't got no butter. I was like, girl mm. <laughs> like, that's what she be saying. Like if he <laughs> like it's you know she ratchet, but it's like it's yeah. a cute it's a cute song. It's a fun song. So like he yeah, write music for fun. women. Yeah. Yeah. Like he write music for women. He wrote for Beyonce. So um I just feel like that's my dude. Like, party can't do me no wrong as far as when it comes to the music. Like, personal life ain't gonna do But um, that's about it. That's all I've been listening to. Um, party and Nikki. I gotta say, I, I, I'm like partially on the sexy red train. I enjoy I mean, what she's doing to the culture. It's yeah, came on last night, and I was like, yes. And yeah. then when we was getting to that, the, we went to No Hard Feelings last night, but when we was getting there, they was playing the song she got with Drake, Hands on yeah. Your Knees. Yeah. I was it's like, hard not to get on. <laughs> yeah. She's not she telling me of 90s the, music. It's, yeah. 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 And she's being herself, too. Yeah. Like, I think, like, even if we, even if we hang the ratchet term on it, it's like, she's not switching up, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's still, yeah. like, pregnant and all. She's still going to make that music. She talk about her baby daddies, like, yeah, but it's yeah. like we can all be corporate and go down into that lifestyle and yeah. you know understand where she's coming from, and then to see her do songs with Drake, um, and some other hot artists, like she about to blow, like she's gonna drop that baby and be back on top of the world. So yeah, I'm so like I, I hate when people hate on like where somebody come from because like she's from St. Louis, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm mm-hmm. sure that her lifestyle. Was, was totally different than what we probably experienced in a smaller city or and even mm-hmm. just just our upbringing and um, mm-hmm. and I hate people use that against her just because she chose to to be undressed or whatever like come on now like you, it's sexy red or you're gonna like somebody else on Instagram like it's the same yeah. there's no difference you yeah, know what I mean yeah, so, yeah. you can just respect- ignore what you're not interested yeah. in I don't think we gotta keep spreading bad energy out there yeah. about it right, I respect right. I really respect what she's doing and it's like it's and it's it's so genuine too like you can tell it's genuine like for her to just yeah. take her shoes off and, and dance at the at a concert <laughs> or whatnot like that's Patty LaBelle vibes like we yeah. we ain't tripping when Patty and Fantasia do it so true true let's okay. let Six Red do it I just love seeing the girls have fun yeah. I, I like seeing her having fun too. I haven't seen her 
on social media. So I don't really know, like, I know what she looks like and I've seen pictures, but I've never seen, like, the footage of her at concerts. So this is new to me. If that's what you said she doing, she be twerking like that. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that. But that's cool. (laughs) I just, I like that song that she got with Drake. Like, that is, all I need is some some fast music to twerk to. Yeah. (laughs) It's a good song. It's a good feel-good song, so. Right. Well, um, I think we tapped on this previously, but are you drinking anything, Ian? I know you on your fitness journey, but is there anything H two O? What? All our male guests listen. I mean, they always drink water. Nobody drinks anything. All of y'all have been drinking water, so kudos to y'all for staying yeah. strong with water. Staying consistent. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Every every I male guest drinking water. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. Oh so. yeah, and I got tea on the side. I got it. Yeah, so, I got it. So I do. Away. I usually drink water and tea. That's mm-hmm. about it. For yeah. me. I mean, if if we had to like talk about a drink, Patron margaritas and Apple Crown with cranberry Ooh. or any type of juice. Um, that's that's me. But yeah, most of the days I'm drinking water though. Okay. Good choices. Good choices. Well. Let's keep the party going, D. You wanna um we ask got an icebreaker question? Yes, mm-hmm. we got an icebreaker. So and before we get into our major topic discussion, I wanna break the ice with a quick little question, a play on our topic today, but also kinda incorporate maybe a interest you have in our celebrity world. So okay. both of y'all, if you had to spend two weeks with any celebrity and follow their diet and fitness routine, who would it be and why? I'll let you go first, Ian, since you are our guest. guest it's, easy for, it's easy for me. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> okay. Yep. It's so easy for me. Because he does um, Pilates, doesn't he? Yeah. Too, so mm-hmm. I think uh, he may be up to $2 million of investment yearly on just his fitness portfolio yeah. like mm, wow. food, private chef um the high uh chambers that he sit in the training that he does like a lot of people don't even realize before he plays a full game he trains for two and a half hours like right before the game so mm. like I'm definitely, and he's 30, his birthday's coming up too, so he's 38, His birthday 39. is my birthday, yay, hey. shout out to okay. my yeah. Yeah. Okay, so B-Day twins. We, yeah, so B-Day twins. Just to see to him Capricorn. at that level of, of success in being a physical specimen, mm-hmm. that'll be, be my guy. Yeah, I respect that. I, yeah, I respect that. That's a good one. Good answer, good answer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for me? Okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I got a lot of celebrities that I want to be okay. fit with. Um, make, sure they, make sure they're really working out, Lena. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say three people because okay. I know for sure uh, Serena Williams mm. is number one for me okay. as far as that goes. Like, I would like to see what kind of work she put in for for tennis. You know, yeah. she's the greatest athlete, and I would like to know what she eats and things like that. Right. Um, can I say four? I'm gonna say four, y'all. Get it in, girl. Okay. This, this is uh, 
Angela Bassett, cause mm-hmm. she, I mean, I don't know if she's Super had lame. work done, mm-hmm. but lame. if when she was in, um, what's love got to do with it, and them arms, she was with it, and she was dancing like Tina, and them legs, like I, for I mean, I know that Tina Turner and Angela Bassett are two different people, but. Angela Bassett was so convincing in that movie. Like, I yeah. I had to really, like, sit back and be like, okay, this is not, that's, this is Angela Bassett. This is not Tina. But anyways, her body has always been on point, and it still is. She's in her 60s. Definitely want to get, like, like this. The third person is Lori Harvey. Have you seen her? Yeah. Movie? Yeah. Oh, she does a lot. She does yeah. Pilates because Oh, wee girl, that is some. I and I don't even. It's not even about being skinny that I just like about. That's not the part. It's just the 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 um, definition of her body. And and yeah. all of those women, those three women that I just named, they have very, very, very good definition. And then um, the last person. Okay, I don't know if she works out or not. Uh, according to Partisan Fontaine, she gets lipo. But I'm going to say Megan the Stallion. Megan, yeah. let's go. Because Megan yeah. came through natural with that, you know, that shape. And, Big slim, um, too. She's, she, she's so lo- slim right now. Yes, and she's losing a lot of weight now, so she looks good. Okay, I got five. I got, and this is my last one. I got last Okay. Ari Lennox. Have y'all seen Ari Lennox lately? Yeah. yeah. She's fit. Oh, She's fit. She is, ooh, wait. It's just yeah. the abs and the definition that I'm just, like, intrigued by, you know? So, yeah, all five of those women. <laughs> I think they are good. Oh, they're different be. shapes, different styles, too, but yeah. overall, yeah. I just like their definition. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Shout out to black women. We are getting it done. <laughs> Looking ageless. good. Yes. All ageless. Ageless. Yep. ageless. Yeah. So you had a, you had mm-hmm. a spectrum. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to do more than one as well. Um, okay. Maya, who mm-hmm. I've always rocked with Maya. She's like, mm-hmm. I don't know how old she is. I know she's over 40. 50, like 54, mm-hmm. I think, if I'm not mistaken. I, th- I think I saw something online it was like fifty-five year old mind. Wow! I'm googling that, bro. Let's see. Well, whatever water she drinking, whatever food she eating, I think she's vegan. I think she, I don't know though, but whatever her diet she's is, 44. I'm to, she's forty-four. She's forty-four. That's amazing. It's amazing. She still looks the same. Oh. She looks the same from how I remember her in middle school, and. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not about just being slim. Like, it's just, I want to be able to follow a journey that looks refreshing. And it just looks like she she eats clean. Her skin is clean mm-hmm. on her no makeup looks. And I'm, yeah, I want to follow her journey. Mm-hmm. And Ashanti. Ashanti. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Another one that's aging so well. And I want to be able to continue to look fly through all decades these ladies yeah. look like they're gonna be looking fly through all decades and i they you know they show what they eat and I, it looks mm-hmm. enjoyable so i think mm-hmm. things you know will grow into longevity as far as diet and fitness goes if you're enjoying what you're doing and eating and i just feel like 
what they're on looks good, tastes good. Because some celebrities, like, when they're preparing for roles, they say, like, I'm only eating, like, carrot sticks and celery and all the production staff got the buffet going on and I just got to walk by it all. You know, I've heard Beyonce Mm -hmm. talk like that when she prepares for tour and I've heard other celebrities say, like, when they're prepping for something, they really minimize what they eat and drink. I don't want to do that. I want to be able to continue eating what I like while still looking good doing it. Um, so those are my top two. I didn't have as many as you, but like I just love that. <laughs> I love that they look like they enjoy their diets and they're not like overly slim. Like I still want to be able to have some yeah. on my bones. Her, still jiggling. Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely Ashanti. Like after I Googled Maya, her name came up and I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That girl be looking mm-hmm. that crazy. girl. Okay. <laughs> so thank you guys for participating in our icebreaker. We are gonna get into our topic now and we got some great questions for you. And I am looking forward to all of your feedback, all of your insight. Um I'm gonna kick it off, but me and Lena will alternate. So mm-hmm. And tell us, let's see, you know, she talked about holidays. When this episode comes out, I think Christmas will have been done past. So So, we're going to, you know, talk to our listeners and watchers, right? You enjoyed yourself this holiday. Well, I hope you guys did. And we want to get back on track, right? So Mm -hmm. how can we enjoy the holiday meals, though, and maintain a healthy lifestyle? Is it something where we want to consider ourselves having a cheat day or you know should is there a method that we should follow to be healthy and enjoy food or should we just go all out and just consider it a cheat day and move forward and get it right next next the next day or so (laughs) all right so i mean here's here's my take on it right so and, and you said this will probably come out after it so let's say this is 24 holiday preparation we mm-hmm. know for a fact that Thanksgiving and Christmas comes at the end of the year. Fourth of July is there. So those are like the three main we're going to eat till we can't eat any more holidays. Everything else in between is just like, okay, probably mid, but those three holidays. Um, and there's a long time span leading up to it. So prepare yourself to eat right throughout the year. So mm-hmm. when you get to that one day, you're not like guilty about having yams or having dressing or having cakes and stuff like that um you can actually enjoy it you know what i mean and so um what i do personally is i just know all right this month this is the holiday we got christmas is at the end of the month thanksgiving is at the end of the month so i got 22 days to eat okay that way i don't feel like feel like crap once i get to that to that day um also Mm -hmm. portion control um, mm-hmm. we, we see on Instagram, it's like, this is what my plate going to look like on Thanksgiving. This is what, you know what I mean? Taking to-go boxes, like, we don't have to eat all this stuff. Um, yeah. Just grab a smaller plate, put everything that you like on that plate first, and then go back for another plate if you feel hungry. But I think like that, the, the I got to eat it all mentality, um, and it's part of the culture too. Um, it's part of, mm-hmm. I'll say the culture of speaking specifically for our African-American people, because depending on how you were raised, you probably, most of us probably heard this at one time, like you better eat all your food. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. the first sign of um, eating disorder. That's how I diagnosed like the first sign of eating disorder in African-Americans, because 
as a kid, we're told to eat our food. We go through life eating all our food. And then we create these unhealthy habits and unhealthy mm-hmm. relationships with food. Um, so just just pick a smaller plate <laughs> and mm-hmm. load that thing up and then go back for seconds if you feel prepared to do so. That's that's what I do. Um, and I'm a vegetarian too, so I, I'm only eating sides. So it's a lot of carbs for me when I when I get to the holiday plate because I don't eat the meat, I don't eat the protein, but you can still have fun. Just maybe smaller portions or weeks leading up. Do what you got to do to to be prepared for because you're going to feel it. Your body's going to say, what's this you're introducing to me? And you may feel sluggish the day after. That's probably that's why everyone goes to sleep just about after they eat, drink and mm-hmm. be married. It's yeah. over. With. Yeah, you got the itis. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's still enjoy the holidays. But we know when they come on the calendar. Fourth of July, twenty mm-hmm. fifth of December. Thanksgiving is the only holiday between Thanksgiving and Easter. They move like every year, or whatever. But mm-hmm. we know that they're coming, so just prepare yourself for that time. That's yeah, okay. I like that. So that kind of like falls it. right in. Oh, go ahead, D. Oh no, it falls into what? Sorry, I was just gonna say that falls into our next question. So what were you gonna say? Oh, I was going to say the smaller plate rule. That's a real good tip. That's a hack almost, you know, because we get those big plates and we feel like we need to fill up that space or it's going to look ridiculous (laughs) to have a big Mm -hmm. plate and not enough food on it. So just get a smaller plate. And then I also think we have this mentality of not wasting anything. I know Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, it was like, you got to finish your food because they paid for it. So we're Mm -hmm. not about to waste it finish it yeah. and if you don't finish it today we're gonna put it in the refrigerator and finish it later no, which is you know <laughs> yeah. it's okay to you know be able to do it that way because you end up saving money but that finishing it right then and there and not throwing it away that's a mentality yeah. that i've had it's to mental. let go of yeah, yeah. like i'm okay if i don't finish all these french fries i know i paid for them it's going to be okay <laughs> yep, absolutely. if I don't eat the whole thing. Because restaurants give us too much food sometimes, too. And yeah, we feel like we got to eat it all because we pay yeah. for it. But I let that mentality yeah. go for the better of my stomach. For your gut. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, mm-hmm. transition, to us, our next qu- transition to our next question. What, what was you about to go with? Yeah, so... Um... And this is specifically for like things that I can definitely say I did. But okay, so like um, you said, like maybe load your plate or prepare for the holidays, like eat clean um, most of the year. What about the people who kind of um, overeat, you know, mm-hmm. and they need to ease back into staying consistent with eating healthy because. I know for a fact, like, if I eat Chick-fil-A, I really need to set uh, boundaries and eat Chick-fil-A only once a week. Let let that be a cheat meal. But sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. I overdo it and I'm going back two or three times a week. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm like, sometimes you get used to eating bad and then you continue to eat out. And then, you know, with the work schedules and life be life and, you know, things that be happening we just don't have the time to really prepare for healthy meals and, you know, meal prepping. I can speak for that personally. So I'm mm-hmm. asking you, like, what's the best way to ease back into consistent healthy habits or healthy yeah, meals? So, so my formula is super simple. And this is how I help people lose weight. You say, I lost weight. 
um, just take it out one day, right? So if somebody drinks a Coke or eats Chick-fil-A every day, the next week, eat Chick-fil-A six days instead of seven days. The next mm-hmm. week, eat Chick-fil-A five days instead of six days. You know, and you just keep that down until you get to that one day. And you won't mm-hmm. have, like, ultimately, you're telling your mind that I'm losing the desire for Chick-fil-A every day. Because mm-hmm. you're filling that Chick-fil-A void with something else. Um, mm-hmm. This is what I use when I w- w- wean myself off meat, too. So the first week, I had a month before I stopped eating meat. First week, I had meat seven days, took it down to four, four, five, took it down to four, and then took it down to nine. I've been a vegetarian since 2019. So a lot mm-hmm. of times we try to overcomplicate it, but you, you said something, you like, you're going to Chick-fil-A every day, but you don't have time to prepare your meals. But we're okay with sitting in a, in a line for five to ten minutes every day. That's your time that you can be preparing a meal or mm-hmm. even finding a better option that you may not even have to wait for. So, like, meal prep options. Chick-fil-A is not cheap. So if you're getting a Chick-fil-A sandwich and a fry and a large drink, you're spending $8 per that meal. That's mm-hmm. not going to add any nutritional value to your life. I mean, it's God's chicken, mm-hmm. but <laughs> they pray over it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily doing anything to you that's going to help you. So mm-hmm. maybe that was your opportunity to go to a Target or to Walmart Publix and buy a salad for $6, create a salad for five days. So now you have mm-hmm. a salad that you can eat. You may pay, you may buy a pack of chicken. Uh, you can have it already made or you can buy it where you have to cook it, $11, $12. You've already mm-hmm. saved. You spent $24. Well, not, not $24. I'm sorry. You spent $16. That's two times a Chick-fil-A. If you go every day, that adds up. But you spent $16 and you have lunch for the whole week mm-hmm. just off of salad and chicken. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think we just make the assumption that it's hard to do. But it, it's in in essence, we have to do it. Which is something that we just have to do instead of making it hard. So what I do, too, is to eliminate me eating out, I journal the day before and allow my subconscious to say, you wrote down that you're going to eat at 11 o'clock an uh, omelet and a protein waffle. So when I go to sleep, my mind is telling me it's already programming at 11 o'clock. Bro, you pack your lunch. No matter if you're in the office, no matter if everybody's talking about going out to eat, you pack your lunch. Eat that mm-hmm. Eat that at 11. So just programming the mind as well to, to, to understand, like, this is what I said I'm going to eat and sticking to it, having it on paper, or maybe even having an alarm in your phone or on your watch. So at the time that you're supposed to eat, it buzzes and you can just go ahead and take care of that and then lastly yeah surprisingly enough i was able to understand and establish a better relationship with food by listening to a gucci man interview after he got out of jail mm-hmm. so like, he, looked that's, he looked great yeah. yeah so i was just like listening to an interview and he said that we have too many distractions when we eat so a lot of times we eat we cut on the tv we use our phones while we eat. We're trying to talk and socialize, and we're just scarfing down food to get to the next conversation. We're not even mm-hmm. paying attention. He said when he was removed out of his toxic environment of his homeboys doing whatever they were doing, the lifestyle, things of that nature, he had no choice but to sit at the table by himself and eat. So in prison, mm-hmm. he was eating, and he said 20 bites before he swallowed his food back. And what that does mm. is, and this is Gucci Man talking. On top, I wish I could find this interview, but I think it was on Breakfast Club or one of those radio shows. But what mm-hmm. it does is, 
it connects our mind to our stomach. And the stomach has a mind too. A lot of people doesn't know that, but your stomach has nerve systems and it connects with your mind. So eating fast, we're initially telling our, our stomach mind that we're still hungry. So if you eat something real fast, you may be hungry in like 30 minutes to an hour. Eating mm-hmm. slow and chewing and processing your food allows your stomach mind to tell you when you're full. So then mm-hmm. you say, I'm not going to eat all these fries. That's your stomach telling you like, we full, bro. We don't need nothing else in here. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. Let me break down these proteins, nutrients, send the toxic waste to where it needs to go, send the good to where it needs to go, um, and and let's live happy. So we just got to get out of that. Going back to culturally, we pay for it. We got to eat it. It's okay. You know what I mean? And then my, my out-to-eat hack is just eat half of the food because those mm-hmm. servings are mm-hmm. mostly made for two people. Yeah. So eat that half. Is- you know, tell yourself you have, take the other half and have it for either dinner or lunch. Um, because you may be consuming over fifteen hundred calories in one meal. So if I go on a lunch date and I eat my whole meal, then I go to dinner like go to dinner with my family, I've already done over exceeded everything. You know what I mean? And then we don't right. know what they put in our food behind the scenes as well too. So Right. But that mm-hmm. that to answer your question, Lena, I hope I, I hope I hit those points for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that. Okay. So that has never been explained to me that way. As far as like, I can, I can vouch for being distracted while I'm eating. Um, Mm. and you know, on my phone and stuff, but like taking things out one by one throughout the week versus trying to go cold Turkey. Cause that's where I feel like you mess up a lot. Cause you're just like, okay, I'm not going to eat this for, a year or whatever mm-hmm. and then tomorrow you have it you know what i'm saying yeah. so you I, I think when we go through this fitness journey we have to really try to give ourselves grace and Absolutely. i think discipline is the word discipline is like such a uh a forceful word i guess i think because mm-hmm. people think that they have to be if, when you say discipline you have to stick yeah, it's strict right it has to and be rigid. strict strictly yeah. and, and it's it doesn't have to be that way you know the yeah. grace you can you can have grace too and you know i've i'm continuing my my fitness journey because um and i have to i'm starting over too because like back in 20, I think 17 or 18, I think I lost like at least 30 pounds. And um, it was like right before I had moved to Atlanta, I was transitioning from Nashville to Atlanta. And I always say when I moved to Atlanta, I was in the best shape. But you know, mm-hmm. the pandemic happened, life happened, my work shift changed and everything. And I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm trying to get back to that. And yeah. just starting over, trying to use those tools that I learned back then, it's so blurry right now. But right. now that you're seeing, like, you know, eliminating something daily versus trying to do it cold turkey, that I will try that for sure. It makes yeah. it more. It makes it more chewable. Um. So when I talk, when I tell people that I at I've lost 150 pounds before, people just see that big number. But they don't mm-hmm. realize that I really set my goal to lose two pounds a day, two pounds mm-hmm. a week, right? Mm-hmm. One to two mm-hmm. pounds a week. I have to be satisfied with those ounces, those pounds, 
before I can stand before anybody and say I I, I lost a hundred pounds. It was one mm-hmm. pound, one or two pounds a week. So you know, and I tell them, hey, do the math for how long it took me, right? Um, just so they can understand and make it chewable. Because like, yeah, if I'm talking to somebody that's larger and I say 150, like, oh, let's do it. Like, I want to lose it by tomorrow. But mm-hmm. if you lose one pound a week, there's 52 weeks in a year. That's 50 pounds mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. That's not anybody nothing. that loses fifty. Yeah, can is a game changer, you know. So yeah, and and leaning to your point, like I'm at a stage right now where I'm starting over, right? So I lost the one fifty, and then I added all of those businesses, and I didn't map in my my present routine, my past routine with what needs to be in the present. So I lost sight of eating on a regular schedule. I lost sight of mm-hmm. training. Um, if somebody called out and I had to go work my food truck, so that training time is now gone. And if that happens recurrently, then I miss my workouts for the week and still managing being a dad, a husband, being in the community and stuff like that. So I, I literally had to come to myself and, and acknowledge like, Hey, you have picked up some weight. You have, yeah. did this, mm-hmm. but it's not over. Right. So, and I'm, and I was trying so hard to reach back to those things, Lena, and I think you made a great point to say it's a blur. Um, because that that is a great image of who we were, what we became, we were that, what we thought best shape of our life. But mm-hmm. now we have to create a new version of the best shape of our life, and that's what I've mm-hmm. been actively doing for the past probably like four months. Mm-hmm. That's great that you're tapping into that because that's transitioning into what we were going to ask next. Actually, <laughs> so great transitional point. And just to recap from what you just said, mindfulness eating. I love that concept eating slower, you know, taking your time while you're eating instead of scoffing it Mm -hmm. down. I think that is effective. I do try Mm -hmm. to slow down when I'm eating because I do think I get full eventually if I'm eating my food slower. And I I think that works. So shout out to Gucci Mane because he knew what he was (laughs) talking about. And setting realistic expectations for yourself, being realistic about, you know, saying, oh, I'm not going to eat fast food no more. That's not realistic, but just taking out yeah. one day, I think that's really, you know, something that could, like you said, be a game changer. And before you know it, you done conditioned your body to mm-hmm. incorporate that more and more. So great answer. These are great, great, great tangible tips. And um, with you saying how you have to start your journey over, you kind of tapped into it a little bit, but kind of elaborate on your personal struggles, like any personal struggles that you want to share that you have experienced in your fitness journey, you know, like what were they? How do you really address them? You know, share as much as you feel comfortable. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I would say, I mean, first and foremost, like depression. Right. Um, And it Mm -hmm. looks different for everybody, Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that I'm stressed and depressed when I see weight gain. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some I've I've battled with weight gain as a kid since being a kid and uh just not having I didn't have a horrible life. Like I don't want to compare my life to anybody, but like I grew up without a dad, you know, I grew up a younger brother, single parent. Um, so I dealt with self esteem issues and that my way to overcome that was through food. Um, like even as a kid I wanted to be a chef. So it's like what can I cook today? What can I do? But didn't have that that good relationship of like hey stop eating you know what i mean or mm-hmm. you're going to the kitchen too often like you, this may have happened that day so now you're going to make a big bowl of cereal or 
the leftovers are still in there. So um, one thing I did at the beginning of my journey is when I felt that urge to go to the kitchen and eat, I would just chew a piece of gum. So mm-hmm. I'm chewing something, but I'm not digesting any calories. Or I would mm-hmm. say, you know what, let me just go walk, you know, so working mm-hmm. from home during the pandemic, um, a lot changed. So like, you know what, let me just take a break. I'm just going to step outside, get myself together and come back. Um, so now for me, you know, fast forward to now. So I'm going to share like I'm 50 pounds heavier than I was maybe at the beginning of this year. Um, mm-hmm. And that's b- between life, job, everything hit me at one time and I didn't know what to do. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it was scaling back on the things that I, that I was doing. So to get back on the saddle, I just had to look at myself and say, man, like I'm 33. I was in the best shape of my life and I'm still, I still am. Even with 50 pounds, I still can run, have marathons. I still get up and work out. You know, it's like, we have to find a new way to get back to back to life and, and make it realistic. So um, every morning, 830 in the morning, I'm hitting the gym. Um, so I figured out I found where I can place working out in my lifestyle again. Um, if mm-hmm. it's not going to be 530, it's going to be 830. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'll sacrifice maybe going into work a little bit later. Like I have a very flexible schedule. So I'm going to sacrifice that hour for myself and go to work later and I may have to work later in the evening but I got my workout in mm-hmm. um, yeah. getting back to my journaling and writing every day um, that was something that I did religiously 2018 2019 like I, I got notebooks everywhere in my house and I was reading over some of the statements that I was writing it's like I was a robot you know I was locked into mm-hmm. it and it wasn't nothing nothing could change that so that's one thing I got back to and, and, and just being prepared, right? So proper preparation prevents poor performance. So mm. as a as a high highly active in the community, in marriage, as dad, as business owner, um, I just have to prepare for whatever comes to my life. So if somebody calls out on the food truck now, I just eat my breakfast at the food truck. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to sacrifice that because I have a breakfast truck that serves great oatmeal, so I can eat my healthy mm-hmm. oatmeal. I can still make it, you know, pivot and make it to the gym. I also uh, was blessed to get a lot of home gym equipment. So, like, even right before this podcast, I was in the gym training. I call it, it's my garage, but it's the gym now. So, I don't have an excuse to say I can't make it to the gym when I have everything outside. You know what I mean? Um, And then just surrounding myself with with good people, right? Like, that circle. Being up under, you know, if I'm going to be a fitness mogul, I need to be watching other fitness moguls do their thing. So I've ch- turned my lens to being around people that are in the fitness industry. So I've engulfed myself in running marathons, which is 26.2 miles, a half marathons, And I'm around highly active, successful fitness people. And now I'm taking it back to the community as well, too. So that's actually providing another source of joy uh, to the journey because. The kids are watching, watching it unfold mm-hmm. right in front of them as well, too. Um, and it was it's so funny, like being respected by the kids. I went to a school maybe a year or two ago and a kid saw me. He was like, man, you slim, like you look good. I'm teaching them about fitness. Fast forward to this year, he saw me and I spoke to him like we usually spoke. He hadn't saw me in a while. I spoke to him like we usually spoke and he just looking at me and I was like, bro, what's good? He's straight. He's like bro, what happened to you? 
And I was like, you, you no talking, filter, man. I'll yeah. tell you. <laughs> and he was, I was like, you talking about the weight, ain't you? And he was like, yeah, bro, like, you you was real slim and swole, bro. Like, what you got going on? And in that moment, it's like, I'm not doing this for me. It's it's for other people. It's for kids. It's for community. It's for the elders. And it, that was like my re-energizing that I needed. I texted his uncle, like, I needed to, his, his granddad, I needed your grandson to tell me that at the age of 15 so I know to mm-hmm. lock in. So that was my resurging, like, nothing else matters. Like, this kid, I got to show this kid in six months that it's all work. Like, we put the work in and mm-hmm. we back on top. So, yeah. That's our, hey, I, I'm here now. You know what I'm saying? And, um, I know, like, when, you know, when I first joined Nothing But Net last year, or uh, 20, 20, 2020, I don't know. I don't know when I joined, but I know I, I was, was in there every yeah. day. And it yeah. was like this, this big community. Like, we would kind of show up for each other, like, uh, at five in the morning. And I, it was yeah. just kind of, like, fun. Like, it, it, it kind of, it made me stay accountable because, of course, I want to look good man, for vanity reasons, but we was all in there and then seeing each other progress, you know, it was just like, dang, like, Everybody you know working. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, a, we a team, you know? And then, um, you know, I think a lot of us, a lot because scheduling and everything, because mm-hmm. the, the, the size isn't as big, but shout out to y'all that's still, you know, still teaching those classes um, right, right. because that can be discouraging too. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm I'm but I'm happy I'm back, and it's funny because um, Kenny kind of called me out, but it was good motivation. My first time going to AMRAP, that means every as many rounds yeah, as, as many possible. rounds as possible. Yeah, you got to set time and, and um, you do as many rounds. Yeah, my first round, I think I did like my first day back, I did like only three rounds, right? And he incorporated burpees in the workout and I was like damn like why you want to do this I kind of felt bad and everything but like three weeks you know in he was like Lena he was like you you did those burpees he was like well you came back three weeks ago the burpees wasn't burping you know (laughs) you burp you did that so I felt good about that but it's like small wins because I could do the burpees, but I ain't work myself up to jog them them laps he be making us do yet. Yeah. So when I come back tomorrow, it's on, you know. Absolutely. And then um yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't know I what think, else I, I was think, gonna I, say. I mean, I think to to your point is finding the biggest thing that that I could recommend is to find you a good fitness community. Because you know, with, yeah. with what we what we do, we do it from all all sizes. Um, and it's it's just a family, and and fitness can be dis- like discouraging, um, because yeah. what the media the media shows, most people at their finished product, product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's okay, it's okay. Like we need that too, because there's somebody that's almost at their finished product that needs to get there. My mission is to show the good, the bad, and the ugly as hell throughout mm-hmm. everything I go through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So I just started my YouTube channel as well, too. So I dropped, like, different titles of what I'm mentally going through on this 
second or third level of my fitness journey. Um, so mm-hmm. people can actually say like, oh, he is human. Like, damn, he did run a marathon, but he cried at mile 22. You know what I mean? Or he did show, he did lose 150 pounds, but he picked up 50. So like, he's he's not, he's human. He's okay. You know what I mean? So, um, mm-hmm. but just finding the right group of people to be around. I love the culture that we have created at Nothing But Sweat. Um, because even like you said last year or when we started going having 20 plus people in the class going down to having five yes that can be discouraged but like i put in our group chat the training group chat like i'm gonna get the same energy if one person show up that i would Mm -hmm. give if 30 people show up yeah and that's what being consistent at that has kept that five or, you know what I'm saying, sometimes it spikes up. We see, like, oh, you came back. You know, we're happy to see it. So it's just being around that great community has helped me a lot, too. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, I think I was going to say something about the depression. Yeah, it's like yeah. the depression shows. When you gain weight, it really, yeah. to me, it shows and the stress, too. So some it is sometimes it is about uh, your distractions, the community, the company that you choose to have, you know, uh, you know, making wrong decisions as far as like to engage in something which could be enjoyable, but I'm just saying engaging with your friends or you know extra company when you could really just take that quick twenty minutes to work out. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then you that's know it. that's that's all it takes. So you just like I said, like in the last, uh, I think a month ago. I said that I was just going to prioritize my fitness journey, my health and everything. And I'm just I'm happy that I've been consistent. So you, um, you're doing a great job. Yes, you Thank are. You. And yeah. I'm glad y'all talked into talking about community, especially with nothing but sweat, because communities, mm-hmm. they hold you accountable. I know yep. I work mm-hmm. out better when I work out with other people, because mm-hmm. when I'm working out alone, if I get tired, I'm more likely to give myself a break and, you know, that's that's enough yeah (laughs) but when I'm working out with other people it's way more motivating because I see other people doing it people that might be in a different shape than I and I'm just like you know what if that person can do it if they can do it I can I ain't about to stop what I look like Mm -hmm. so it really motivates Mm -hmm. me to keep going and you said something about a group a group uh fitness group chat like is that Mm -hmm. something that when you um it's a little bit off topic but when you do nothing but net or not what is is it nothing but sweat it's nothing but sweat at nothing but net when you join do all the members become a part of the group chat community or is that something that y'all are doing like as friends yeah, yeah so we do have a private facebook group that we chat in mm-hmm. um, okay but all the I'm... trainers are in a, in a group chat too but oh like, okay we celebrate on the facebook private group mem- membership so like when um I see somebody move up on weights, I put it in that private group. You know oh, what I mean? Okay. Or okay. like Lena made I see her chiming in like who class in the morning? And I'm just yeah. like she's about to give somebody cool. hell. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think our listeners might be interested in joining yeah. a chat like that because that they may not feel like going to class until maybe a text message come through reminding them. Right. So that, that's definitely something I might, after we're done recording, I might need to get in on whatever chat is going on because that yeah. might motivate <laughs> me to make more of an effort. I mean, I know when I know I have a message waiting on me to respond, it makes me feel like, okay, 
Let me get yeah. to it. <laughs> it gives I'm me so, something I'm so, it makes me I'm think so about it. it. Yeah. I make all of my clients um like the Apple products. So I got an Apple Watch yeah. and I make all of my clients if they have an Apple Watch. Yeah. We share we share our feet, like workout feeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they see me at five thirty. But well, if I get up and work out at five and I'm done by six, they see mm-hmm. that it, that's gonna wake them. That's their alarm. Like, damn, he mm-hmm. just got his ass up. I gotta yeah. get up. You know what I mean? Because I've been tagged and post on Instagram. Like, whenever Ro has like yoga going on and she has uh-huh. a session coming up, she'll tag me on Instagram. And so now yeah. I feel inclined to go because I feel like, oh, yeah. she done yeah. reached out. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to not show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though sometimes I still miss it, but at least it's in my mind to try to right. do it next time instead of just being completely oblivious to it. So yeah. I like that. I'm sorry, Lena. I didn't mean to throw you off track. Continue with how you were going into our next question. That was I just wanted to get that oh. out real quick. No, that's okay. That's okay. 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 So the next question is what is what is some bad advice you've received regarding health and fitness? Um, I'm I'm very strategic who I talk to, so like I haven't necessarily received any bad advice, and and I I want to, I say that with a grain of salt. Um, but like I'm like the puzzle person, like it has to fit. Um, so what I will give advice on is that everybody's journey is different. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I say to you, Lena, or say to you, D, it may not work in your journey. So then mm-hmm. you have to continue to find something. Um, I think when you say bad advice, I think bad may not necessarily be the advice, but vulnerability is what makes it bad, right? Because mm-hmm. fitness is almost like being in a relationship. Like you want to fall in love and feel uh, appreciated. That's Like fitness is the same way. So when you get around somebody that may have reached that level, their advice can trigger something to say, I have to do it that way. I have to do it that way. And you spend weeks and weeks and weeks and it's not mm-hmm. working. You have mm-hmm. to almost piece out what is for you in the fitness world. Like a lot of people say you can't lose weight eating rice. I lost 150 pounds eating rice every day. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but when I tell people mm-hmm. that, they're like, oh, I thought we're not supposed to eat rice. I'm going right. to say, mm-hmm. you eat the rice you want to eat. I ate it. <laughs> but what yeah. I did with my rice is I took it and I took a full serving and split it between two meals. Yeah. So, you know, I say that to say, like, me personally, I haven't been given any bad advice because I'm very conscious of what I allow to come into my spirit. Um, mm-hmm. But for others, I think it's important to take the vulnerability aspect of I want to be leaner, I want to be smaller, I'm struggling with weight, I stress eat. And when they hear something, not to go all gun hold until they know that, like, this can be something that can help, right? Like yeah, that. I I would say I would definitely agree with like the vulnerability because even at work when I be like I'm trying to go to the gym so I can lose weight and I'm telling my coworker and um they'll tell me well it's the holidays nobody's on the diet I'm like yeah. okay yeah. I just told you something told you that I'm I just told you that I'm trying to lose weight and you trying to tell me to eat anyway like that's <laughs> not that's the bad advice for me mm-hmm. um something that I I know like my job is just stressful it's just the demand it's a lot um uh, but I have been trying to make sure that I have carrots 
uh, with me because carrots are hard to chew. They're crunchy. They take longer to chew, but um, they're, they're, they're so like the texture of them. It's easy to pick them up. And I just mm-hmm. keep going or whatever, but they're hard to chew versus eating chips. Like, cause it's, that's yeah. kind of like the equivalent of it. So like when I know like we have breaking news or something, I'm eating carrots and I'm tearing them up, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it's easier for me to chew on that instead of, you know, like I said, chips or chocolate cause I'm an emotional eater. So I'm, yeah. If I'm going to eat, if I'm going to eat that way, then I need to eat something healthy. Uh, apple slices. I noticed that I like a lot of crunchy stuff. So yeah. I kind of like top that up too. So those are like my go-to snacks when I'm at work because I just need something. To, I feel like once I eat grapes, they're good, but they're sweet and they be gone just like that. But yeah. with the, the apples and the, those apple is a carb, right? And so is yeah. carrots, right? Carrots yeah. is a carb. But yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a good carb. <laughs> like, they're healthy carb. Yeah. yeah. But they, but they, they just work for me instead mm-hmm. of eating chips, instead of eating, um, I can't really get too much into the rice cakes like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Because with the rice one. cakes, you got to put, I got to put something else on it. So I've yeah. been like peanut butter and honey and stuff. I ain't got time to make no gourmet, uh, rice cake. I need something yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? And they're grabbable. So I just feel like when I hear people say that, they be like, you can eat this. We got stuff in the break room. I'd be like, that stuff is not good for me. Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. a bad advice that I received. Yeah. And then the other thing, I think you said, um, this is something that you said earlier, like when you feel like you're hungry, you chew gum. Mm-hmm. I drink water because yep. I feel like you you I feel like I'm missing out on something where I don't feel like I'm full. In most cases I just need a, a sip of water, you know? So that's yeah. just um I guess to answer that question about bad advice, these are good advice yeah. tips that we can give I, as far I, as office. I wanna say one one more thing because you brought up work. Um I guess I didn't think about it because I worked from home for like three years, but Mm-hmm. I would say bad advice, and and we we hear this in our community, and we have to we really have to stop doing this. Like the don't get too small aspect. Oh like, yeah, that's the worst thing you can say to somebody. That's fighting. Yes. like we're literally working out fighting for our life. So mm-hmm. in my journey from going from three hundred and twenty pounds, like that's heavy. That's three hundred twenty pounds is a lot. Going down to one sixty. I heard that a lot. You're too small. You're getting too small. A man's supposed to wear a size 34 in pants. I'm just like, wow. you don't realize I was pre-diabetic. Like, I could have died. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I could, like if I was the 320 when the pandemic hit and caught COVID, I wouldn't even be having this conversation. Like, I literally have to come to, with myself to say that I'm not making these decisions for you. But why mm-hmm. would you even tell me? Don't get too small or you're doing too much. Like you still working out. Mm-hmm. Like fitness is a lifestyle thing. It's not a, and I, and I, I like that people say, well, I'm going to get in shape for my birthday or I got a cruise, but it's like, what next? Like you've done mm-hmm. all this work to stand on somebody's table in Houston. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't stop yeah. right there. Like give yeah. yourself, give yourself that grace that yes, I made it. I did it. 
and pick back up when you get back from Houston. I think that's a lot of where a lot of us feel, but our community is so stricken with, oh, you're going to lose weight. I don't, I don't want to lose too much weight because I'm going to look sick. Like, no, you're not. You're going to feel amazing. Stop yeah. thinking that you're going to look sick or you get shunned out of the, the group chats because it's like, oh, we're going to have brunch. All right, cool. I'll come, but I'm not going to eat. Then it's mm-hmm. like, well, we ain't invite you to brunch no more because you ain't going to eat anyways. I still like the fellowship. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. I made by one of y'all meals because I don't save money on mine. Like, so yeah, I think we're the worst at that. That's the biggest baddest. Like, so now that I think about it, we're the worst at yeah. like telling people why they should, why they shouldn't or should be working out. Tell them how small, not to get too small, or you're gonna look sick and stuff like that. It's like, why? Yeah, we need to mm-hmm. just be healthy human beings. A healthy looks skinny, healthy looks big, healthy looks full, healthy looks muscular, mm-hmm. healthy looks thick. It's a spiritual connection when you get up. It's self help, self love when you get up and say, "All right, I'm gonna choose to work on my body and choose what I put in my body." And when that two, when those two come together, that's your breakthrough. Yeah, but you got mm-hmm. your whole community telling you like, "Oh, you you think you're better than us because you you think." You, because you done got small, and you gonna look sick. Like that's crazy. That's crazy, man. I hate it, and I should like right. when people talk to me about it. I shut down those comments. They're like, don't say that to me. Like, I'm doing yeah. this shit so I can live for my kids and be a good model yeah. for the community of people that's looking. Yeah. I don't care what you're talking about. You know what I mean? That's your boundary. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, I think that those are people that be projecting on their own, you know, insecurities yeah. and, Absolutely. you know, maybe for, they want to get into the gym too. They don't know where to begin. You know, they're scared to ask you questions about it. They see that you are consistent. They tried it before. It's a yeah. a thought process like, oh, how did you do that? Like, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't be consistent. How do you say consistent, you know? And, um, yeah, you have to block those out because it's, yeah. it's really not the business. it's not their business to be telling me what it is and then and and not even with fitness though and this is just something that I've experienced personally like with with someone very close to me you do not want to tell somebody they're getting small because you don't know what they're struggling with you know what I'm saying outside of hanging out with you it could really be a health issue that's causing Mm -hmm. them to get small so um people just need to shut up you stay in there. Yeah. Like, oh, writing you know, your journal. Just con- just, writing your journal. Just, con- just congratulate. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I make it a point to make sure that if I've seen somebody putting in work, like Lena, you know, the D, I don't get to see you as often, but I know you you're doing amazing. You look great. Thank you. But like I make it my mission to tell somebody that they're doing great. And yeah. I and I mm-hmm. may see it on Instagram, may see it on stories, may you know, I may not see, like me, Lena, I, I think it was months that we didn't even see each other. Like, yeah, we mm-hmm. talked on Instagram, but like seeing you when you were going through your fitness journey, like I watched it like every day on mm-hmm. your Instagram story, like, dang, she boxing, she kickboxing, she killing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I think it's important for us to be be an advocate to tell somebody that happy look happiness looks good on them. Right, because mm-hmm. you don't know what they were going through that day, even though you're putting in mm-hmm. work. Like you may have been fighting something that you was like, I just need to go to this damn boxing class, and mm-hmm. you leave out, and somebody say, Hey, I saw you boxing, you're doing great. Like that can change the whole rest of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I make it a mission to 
always be in a place of telling somebody like, hey, I see the good in you. I see what you work. I see the work you're doing. And, and like being an advocate and understanding that we may say, well, I still got or but or, you know, like, hey, let's just celebrate this win. And then we can mm-hmm. talk about that other stuff. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those are great, great statements from both of y'all because it's hard to yeah. um, talk to people about weight for me. I don't. At work, you know, usually not supposed to talk about politics and religion, and I loop in weight with that. I don't yeah, when, when coworkers come to me talking about their fitness journey and they they want to lose weight, and I'm like, girl, you look good, and I change the subject because I don't want to. You want to do it? I, you know, I I understand they're expressing their vulnerable state of mind about their journey with me, and I can't relate to that because everybody has their own path. Like I do not know mm-hmm. what they're going through, and they try to compare and their journey with my journey like what do you do and I'm like girl some of it's genetics I really don't yeah. have a lot of <laughs> advice for you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say that D. I was, I was just gonna say it's probably harder for you um just being genetically inclined to be in what mm-hmm. people, but but what people see as in shape for them exactly. on the outside could be you saying I need to get my ass up and go to the gym Exactly. So it's mm-hmm. like so double right? spectrum, but I think it's it's hard. Like you said, yeah. people just come come to you and say, "Oh, D, you look this this." Because like, they see the me one eating I look like. heavy. Like it's crazy. Yeah. I see people and what they eat. They're getting their salads, and I'm I'm loading on the steaks and the things and all yeah. of that. And they're like, "Now how do you eat all that food?" You be eating. And for once, <laughs> I do be eating, and I'm short, and so they just automatically mm-hmm. think like I got this regimen going on i'm like girl i don't know but i need to yeah. stop because it might bite me one day so i don't take it for granted you know me it will catch up so that's yeah. why i try to mind you know be mindful of my portions and try to mm-hmm. stay in conversation about exercising more so i'm glad we talked about this this was great this was i like this mm-hmm. outlook and um well, well, as far as our next question goes, I think you gave us some advice about this. I think when you, mm-hmm. you know, were giving us how to ease back into being healthy. But if there was another small thing you could advise, and this could go for adults, this could go for children, this could go for our elderly people, like just one small thing we all can do that would have a major impact on our fitness and um mm-hmm. and our health. What what would you, you know, advise? What would you propose? I know you mentioned journaling, yeah. which I think is awesome. Do you have anything else you wanted to share that just you know, that that's a small task. Yeah. So I live by this I live by this model right here. Um, mm-hmm. one meal, one workout, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just take it. Just take it one day at a time. Take it one yeah. meal at a time. Um, you know, and 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 after you continue to do it, it takes twenty one days to build a habit, ninety days for it to be a lifestyle. So just do it every day, repeatedly until you get to those milestones. Um, and I was shared a video years ago, and he was like, "Hey, prep your food for three days, eat it every day for three days, work out every day for three days, then prep it for another three days." If you do that twice, it's already six days. So you're almost at a week already mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for another three days. Right. It turns into three, six, nine, twelve. You, you get what I'm saying? So you're, mm-hmm. you're on this journey, but you're taking it bit by bit. Um, I mm-hmm. think you have to stop trying to chew the big, the big meat, <laughs> the big muscle and just chew those baby bites that we can do. So like one meal, sit down and have that meal. Maybe it's breakfast that you struggle with. Maybe it's lunch or dinner. 
once you get that down packed, make sure you say, all right, today is the day I'm going to work out. Just do it that one day. Just keep moving forward and, and, and let's stop trying to go cold turkey and bite off the, the big the big bite or hit the home run right out the gate. Like mm-hmm. delayed gratification. It takes time. It takes yeah. time. You got to put yeah. a lot of work in up front to get the reward on the back end. So that's mm-hmm. what I would recommend the most. Just do it one day, one meal, one workout. I like that. Take us home, Lena. Well, um, okay. This is the last question, but yeah, like, um, and I'm glad these answers that you give just flow right into the next question. Like, you're just doing great. So, how has improving your fitness has helped your mental health? Because we are very, we are mental health advocates over here at Tea and Champagne Podcast. We're going to give you, we're going to tell you a little bit of our business, but we're going to refer back to mental health. Yeah. So, I I love this question. Mental fitness is important. Yeah, it is. It is. So, I focus on the physical, the mental, and the spiritual, right? And that's whatever spiritual you are. Like, obviously, I'm I'm listening to the you know Bible, learn about God, things of that nature. But, um, I wouldn't even be an entrepreneur if I didn't take. I I wouldn't be a lot of things, but if I didn't take take heed on how I was treating myself and how I was, you know, not giving myself the best version of me, um. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't even be having these conversations being some of the rooms that I'm in. And I tell from an entrepreneur standpoint, I always tell entrepreneurs like, Hey, you may be successful right now, but just imagine if you were taking your health a little bit more serious. Right. And for me going from 320 to 160 pounds, every 20 pounds, I had to become a different person. Mm -hmm. So I had to change my mentality every 20 pounds because number one, we hit a plateau. So it's like, oh, I hit my 20. That's good. But like, it may be a week or two that scale don't even move. Now mm-hmm. I got to figure out what I got to do. But it fought what it did was it gave me becoming more fit and more conscious of all the areas that I see. So the food, you know, so I talk about the mental diet and physical diet. So physical diet is the food I eat. The mental diet is what I watch, who I'm around, and what I put in my mind by music, TV. So I usually only watch sports and podcasts. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch too many TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do too much, too many movies. I don't allow a lot of different things into my mental. But wow. it's the same thing. Um, and just the clarity from taking the time to be disciplined and consistent, I just took those pr- practices and implement it into business, implement it into fatherhood, and being a husband, and everything just blossomed from there. Um, so a lot of people ask me, like, why oatmeal? Um, I literally would stand at the microwave and heat up my oatmeal, a pack of oatmeal for 60, it's like 60 seconds to 90 seconds. But within those 60 seconds, I'm having a come to Jesus talk with myself, like, every morning. Um, this is what your day looks like. This is what you have to do. This is how you have to prepare for it. You've already done this, this, and this. Like, really putting my uh, game plan out at the microwave, making oatmeal. So I tell people, like, oatmeal really changed my life because that's 60 seconds of consistency watching that. And if I didn't make it right, I'll pour it out, I'll start over. That 60 seconds of that practice of discipline was my meditation. And then I took it and I said, all right, what can I put this next 60 in? 
All right. So you have a clothing line. You need to be focused on marketing, social media, things of that nature. So taking my time doing that. All right. You need to be the best husband you can be. I take another 60 a day to say, all right, you know, and those 60 seconds, that one minute adds, adds up over time. If we yeah. do it 365 days, you know, that's 365 minutes. You, you, that's time that you actually have to yourself, uh, you know, in little increments of time. So um, I really would say just clarity has really gave me the, the opportunity to be more social, to be to have more energy. Um, to be around in different communities and to create communities as well too. So, you know, I've created a healthy dad community. We do things mm-hmm. like the dad and me play dates where nice. we make sure that dads can see and be with their kids. They don't have to worry about feeding them. We do physical activities. So this March we did a March Madness, so we did basketball. We had 150 dads and kids playing basketball. Um you know, doing the running in the community with the kids and, and just being around kids. So it's like I go I went through this journey as I stated earlier, not just for me, not selfishly, I was selfless and now I get to give back to my community and to the world, you know. Like I was in Men's Health magazine in twenty nineteen. Oh. So that that went global. No nice. global magazine. So nice. um it's just been a, a very gratifying journey. Um, and cl- very clarifying as well too. So I can I can see clearer. I can make better decisions. My reaction time is a lot better now towards uh, negativity. Yeah. So like, I I really became an advocate for men to be- become healthy because most of our men are incarcerated. Most of our men are dealing mm-hmm. with things that we don't talk about. And fifteen like a split second, seven seconds, fifteen seconds can change a young black man's life. And I want them to understand, mm. like, hey, you can, if you have the capacity to run for three miles, like, your reaction time is going to be slow to, oh, I'm going to just pop off. Like, yeah. no, I need to remember the fact that it took me this long to run three miles, and I had mm-hmm. to be with myself for throughout this journey, you know what I mean? So that's that's my mission now is to, to promote healthy men. But specifically healthy black men, because I think there's a lot of uncovered grind and, and hustle and bustle about a man. It's like I have to provide, I have to just go get the money, but none of that money is going to matter if you have an unhealthy heart, you have diabetes, you're battling whatever demons that we all battle in, in our head mm-hmm. mentally. So take care of yourself, brother. You know, like let's take care of ourselves. And it may start with one meal, it may start with one workout, it may start with just doing mm-hmm. it one day. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's this awesome. is awesome. Your choices have really been paying off and helping a lot of people and your community with the father and their children. And I, yeah. mm-hmm. look, that could definitely be multiplied and really be something to change the narrative in so many people's yeah. lives. So, absolutely. absolutely. For women, too. Like, we, we do yeah. this for, you know, like, Really, women, we we were brought into this world about women, right. right? So we need to be able to protect our mothers, daughters, sisters, aunties, like, and we have to do that. We have to, like, get ourselves to a point where we understand how to treat ourselves and we can treat others, specifically yeah. our women, specifically mm-hmm. our black women that are just as endangered as black men, just in different ways, right? We're targeted at a judicial law rate you guys want to target at other ways that you know 
we need to come together and and lead that charge of protecting each other, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Anne. Yes, Anne. That's going to put and, the battery in a lot of people's it, backs. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I'm yeah so glad that you were able to share. I knew we was going to have a good conversation with Absolutely. this, and yeah. you, your like I said, your journey has been enjoyable to watch, and a lot of people have said that about you. So, I mean, even my mama. So, you know, That's it's just. Girl. A, a, a joy to have she, you here. She used to be at that microwave with me heating up that oatmeal. <laughs> That's what she said. She used to, yep. I'm say it just like, she'd be like, oh, I see that little guy. He be at the microwave warming up the oatmeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so mm-hmm. crazy. I would, walk, I would walk through my office and they'd be like, hey, come in. He got that maple brown sugar oatmeal. maple oatmeal. <laughs> yep. yep. I love That's maple oatmeal, too. Maple brown yeah. sugar. One question, we're going to wrap up. I mean, this does, this is off the grid, but what is your favorite uh, recipe or your favorite flavor of oatmeal that you cook for the oatmeal truck? Because yeah. I know what mine is, but I'm just asking you, which is your favorite one that you like to eat? Because yeah, so like it's, a million of them. So. Yeah. Yes. so it's actually our logo. So our logo for the truck, uh, his name is Odie, and we call it the Odie Bowl. And it's mm-hmm. the bowl that I ate um, to lose the majority, the back end of the 150. Um, so it's it's steel cut oatmeal, no added sugar, so no brown sugar, just steel cut oatmeal, um, almond milk, unsweetened almond milk, vanilla unsweetened almond milk, and I do peanut butter, chia seeds, blueberry, granola, and walnuts with a drizzle of honey on top. Okay, okay, that's all that is gourmet. That's that gourmet. Good. I've never had Odie, but my favorite one is the cinnamon, the cinnamon, cinnamon swirl. Swirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my favorite one. That yeah. is my favorite. Is that still on the menu? It is. Yeah, that's a, that's, okay. that's a forever thing. Yeah. And then Yum. the red, the red velvet uh, oatmeal yeah. is the most. Yeah, I so, hate really you know, so red many ways to do oatmeal cake. until I met Ian. Like, yeah, there's more than just peach, strawberry, and blueberry. Yeah, I took yes. all of my childhood favorites and turned them mm-hmm. into and turned into flavor. Red velvet. So my grandma has a red red velvet recipe um, that my mom and my auntie make, and like that's my favorite. Red velvet cake is like top tier. Red velvet and then pound cake is 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 the one. So um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like. We can do this in oatmeal, and people are like, well, I'm like, yeah, red velvet, like, this is a dessert. But, yeah, I mean, our goal is to introduce the fun flavors to it. And then, once you enjoy oatmeal, like, just getting people to enjoy oatmeal, um, and then you realize, like, hey, this is actually pretty good. Like, what can yeah. I do to make it healthy? And then I say, hey, get the oatie bowl, let's do it. You know, because it's so real filling, it's so, yeah. it's so fulfilling. Yeah. My mom used to do oatmeal for breakfast for us, just so she, she just knew with oatmeal, we weren't gonna be hungry. When we go to yeah. school, we're yeah. gonna be Two good. Hours. That is true. Yeah. We're gonna be yeah. good until lunch. And she definitely that was a priority. A priority was oatmeal or grits, one of them solid yep. foods that stick to Something you. Stick mm-hmm. to that stomach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, you guys have been so awesome. This is a great episode. I really, really, really hope that people share this content because you were speaking knowledge from the beginning to the end. You had some real tangible tips that I think people can easily incorporate. You know, we're not mm-hmm. asking for the moon and the stars, just little small mm-hmm. steps. 
And yep. I think these small steps are going to lead to great impact. You know, your health is your investment. It doesn't have to be expensive. I know that's mm-hmm. been one of my barriers with like maybe working out. I use that as an excuse. I'm not paying for gym memberships. I'm not doing all of that. But you know, just, just small things. You could just do yep. out. Yeah. You could do things outside. It's free. And just bring it into whatever fits your lifestyle. So thank you, Ian, for sharing yep, everything you absolutely. shared with us today. And we usually wrap up by just talking about our intentions for the following week. We set small goals that we maybe want to achieve. Um, last week, I think I said that I was going to start, you know, well, continue being more mindful about cleanliness. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not a messy person, but just small things, picking up things or putting things away as soon as I'm done using them and whatnot. And this week I am going to, honestly, I don't even know, honestly. I think this week (laughs) it's about Christmas prep. And I know Mm -hmm. this is going to be after Christmas when y'all see this, but we're recording about a week before Christmas. And I think this week it's just me preparing for that I think we all said we have our trees up naked right now mine included mm-hmm. today I show <laughs> help help the kids decorate I feel good about that I'm actually getting excited most of my Christmas shopping is done so I'm mm-hmm. just wrapping up that and uh, getting more cheery about it I've been kind of a yeah a scrooge this year because i'm just like why are we even doing christmas exchange we're grown now like like all yeah. me and all my siblings like i was telling my mom like we could just go out of town or something but she loves the christmas spirit she really loves seeing us open presents and just how happy we are when she buys us things so i'm trying to yeah. get more into that spirit even with my own kids so that's my intention mm-hmm. what about you guys yeah. what y'all plan to get into yeah, this week? yeah. go ahead Ian. so for for me, I've been working on like gratitude, daily gratitude. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna continue the the daily gratitude, um, and also uh, just plan plan. You know, do the proper planning. So being more intentional on planning out um, what the re- week looks like, um, what the year, the rest of the year looks like, and just prepare myself for 2024. Like I don't want to say the cliche that 2024 is gonna be my best year, but yeah, it's gonna be a great one. I can yeah. I can guarantee you that. But I, feel I have to put the work I feel in. I said that too. Yes. Yep. Yes. Lena. Yeah. Well, I mean, all of the above. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're tapping into what you guys are saying. Um, like decorating my tree, my naked tree, Christmas shopping. Cause <laughs> I went to Target yesterday, and I was like, dang, I should have just got everybody gift cards yesterday. I was right there, so I may do yeah. that today. And then um, uh, going to the gym, I'm being intentional at least to go three days this week. Um, Now that I know, I may do four now that I know that Ian will not be virtually. So I may do four. And then, um, yeah, because I've been going Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I'm going to come Tuesday. Nice. (laughs) Can't wait to see you. Yeah. Oh, well, this was good. See, I'm so glad. Yeah. So, Sippers, thank you guys for listening to this episode. And we will put all your information in our description. But before we go, just go ahead and give them your handles. Like, where can we find you? Yeah. So, your online uh, handles. Instagram is Ian Sullivan. Facebook is Ian Sullivan. Um, for my businesses, we got NAL.EST18. 
uh, NAL Fitness, and then the Oatmeal Experience for the food truck. Y'all heard it here. All right. Well, and if you in chat, y'all better get some oatmeal. And that truck is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, All right. Well, it. thank you, Sippers. Thank you, guys. Bye. See you next time. Bye.